Warning. Broadcast from Undisclosed Holler in the Appalachian Mountains in Northeast Alabama. They're not hillbillies, they're just billies from the hills. This is the Alabama Sportsman's Podcast. Welcome back to the Alabama Sports Podcast. Be sure to like and follow us on social media, and you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, and be sure to subscribe. When I was 14, I killed my first buck, a basket rack seven-pointer from Lee County, Alabama. To me, that was like killing a world-class buck, and no one could make me think otherwise. Austin Nichols is 14, and he just killed a world-class buck in North Alabama, scoring a typical score of 173 and 5 eighths, and a non-typical score of 182 and 2 eighths. Now, looking back, I think he has convinced me otherwise. Congratulations, Austin. So, Austin, uh, how old are you, buddy? I'm 14. 14? Wow. Well, buddy, I tell you what, you know, you, you've done what me personally and a lot of other hunters had never been able to do is kill a buck like you have killed. And you killed it in North Alabama, is that right? Yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, well, tell us a little bit about the story. Have you have you got him on camera before on your game cameras, or how did all this come about? Well, I've, I've never seen him before. Uh, where I live, it's kind of in the valley, and my neighbor on top of the hill, he has had him on pictures, and he was only ever seen one time in person when he was like two years old. Right. And, and I was just went through that morning, and this first time I ever seen him, it just came out. Wow. Is this private property? Yeah, it's private. Right. Was he was he following a doe or just kind of by himself, kind of just trailing? There was there was a small six point out there, and I think he came out and he started looking at him, and he was really grazing. Huh. Just came out there in that field. Was it green field? Yeah, it was planted green. Plant, planted green field. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh. That that was it a morning hunt or afternoon hunt? What well, tell us a little bit about it, bud. Walk us through it. All right. Well, that morning, night before, I was washing my clothes and got all my clothes washed. And I got up that morning. I really was having a good morning. My clothes dry. Get up real early. Get my clothes washing again. Everything. And got out there a little bit after a lot because I was having to wait on my clothes and I had to trim a few old bushes. And uh, I was sitting there, and my heater, turned my heater on, it started smoking real bad, stinking, so I'd turn it off. Right. Pre- pretty cold, and I was sitting there for probably about hour and 40 minutes, and a uh, little six-point came out, and he was just down there grazing. And, uh, and I was sitting there, I was debating on whether to shoot him, talking to my dad on the phone, or texting him. Right. And uh, then this... He, the big one came out and just started running out in the middle of the field. And I, I hardly even breathe. I was sitting there with my heart beating so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and then I shot the first time, and I don't believe I hit him. So he moved about 20 feet toward me. It was about a 75-yard shot. And, and then he stopped, and I shot him again. He ran over to the edge. I was going to shoot him a third time. Heck, I didn't even have enough bullets in my gun. It wasn't my gun. It was my uh, my boss's wife's gun. Yeah. Mine was out of sight. Mm-hmm. So I just looked in there that morning and I had some in there. So I was like, oh, that's fine. 
I ain't never in my life, man. I tell you what, leave it to a lucky 14-year-old to do something like this. Just grab a gun and say, I'll take this gun, and I'll go out here and just shoot something, and you end up with this. So so tell tell us, uh, when you when you got him scored, I'm, I'm sure you did, because this, this deer is huge. So how many points did he ha- uh, have? He was total 14 points, and he was registered at 14 even. 14. All right, well, uh, tell us uh, tell us. Why did he score? You got two different scores. You got typical and a non-typical. What did, what do you got on those? The typical scored one seventy-three and five eighths, and the non and the non-typical scored one eighty-two and a quarter. Oh wow. my gosh! Man, that's in Alabama. Class. That's world class. That is amazing. Who scored it for you? Did Dennis? Uh, who scored it for you? Uh, it's uh, a guy. In uh, North Coleman, Alabama, Dennis Wilburn. Yeah, Dennis. He's one of, yeah, he's one of the main – he's one of the state scorers. Yeah, I, I figured that's – I think I've read somewhere that it was him. I just wanted to make sure because uh, we talked to a couple of other guys already, and uh, Dennis scored both of their bucks also, and and uh, he, he does a real good job. But, uh, yeah, man, that is, that is a – that is an amazing buck. So how long was his main beams? I would say I never did it. Well, give me a second here. You may look at the sheet. Or... Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We got plenty of time. Yeah, that way the that way the listeners can uh, have something to go by in their mind. For the the typical measurement, his left side of his mane was twenty eight and two eighths. Oh my god! And his right was twenty seven and two eighths. Wow, oh my gosh. Man. So what was he spread? His spread was I don't think he read it on here. I can hardly even make it out so blurry this picture. Right. But it... I, he he had a good bit of spread on him. Right, I'd yeah. Say, you... I'd say about a foot and a half to two. Yeah, yeah you... it looks it looks twentyish. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Did uh can you read the first mass measurement, the base of his antlers? Can you read the measurement he got on that? Uh, not not really here. It's could you get your could could you get your hands around his base of his antlers or? I would say around the base down there, it was probably three inches round. I could barely even get my fingers around there. Yeah, it's probably a little bit thicker than that then. Yeah. Yeah, because you you don't look like a short guy. You look like you're pretty pretty tall. So you probably got long hands. So it uh. You probably got a. You probably got about five or six inches bases, really. Because, yeah, get, uh, that you know mass measurement it makes up a lot. That's where deer gains most of his points at. You know. Yeah, I think his mass was six and five eighths on the left, and eight and a quarter on the right. Oh, that's about right. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. Eight and a quarter. That is huge, yeah. Austin. I mean, yeah. that yeah. is huge, man. So, uh, what did you do? De- so after you shot the deer, what happened? Well, I was sitting there. I couldn't even believe what I just did. I was there, didn't even feel it. It wasn't even real. It felt like right. I sat there for five, six minutes. Let him lay there. Let him stop moving around. I walked over there, and I was texting my dad about the six, and my dad was typing back on me. Yeah. So right before I, he came out, I just sat my phone down and shot him. I walked over there, took a got a good picture of him, sent it to my dad, and. 
I called my uh, my boss. He's uh, Dennis Wilburn's son. Uh huh. And I I do work for him, and he's pretty good in deer hunting. Right. And uh, talked to him, and that deer, they believe it was eight years old. They know it was eight plus. Well, so, that's that's about right. Yeah. Yeah, and went out there, counted all the points, and called my grandfather. And me and him couldn't get it loaded, so we had to uh, call one of the one a guy that lives down the road to help us load it. Right. Yep. Well, how much did you put him on a weigh scale? Yeah, he weighed two oh seven. Two oh seven. That's awesome, man. So what date? What was the date that you killed him on? The fifteenth of December. Yeah, December. Right. Yeah. So, uh, would you say that the ruts? you know still going on up there right now in your area or do you think it's about coming off how, how, how would you explain it right now in your area i i would say when i shot him it was just beginning to run i first seen activity about two or three days before that mm-hmm. i'd say it's still going on pretty decent right now about mid maybe we get another week or so right yeah you sound like a pretty good hunter but it sounds like you know what you're doing you love hunting <laughs> Yeah, I've been, my dad, he he grew up hunting deer and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, he took me hunting when I was about seven, and I shot it, I, it was probably, it was the biggest deer he ever seen, probably a 12 or a 13 point, Dang. and I shot him, we found a blood trail, but we never could find him exactly, I guess I shot, barely grazed him and got some blood off of him. Right, yeah. But. Is this, uh, is this your Y'all have a lease land, or is it just private land, or I mean, uh, like your personal land, or, or yeah, it... it's it's private. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, when when you're when you got him back home, I assume that your dad was at work. Is that right? Is that right? Yeah, he he was at work, and then after I killed him, he took off and, had, and took it to the processor with me. What did he think about it when he first saw it? He couldn't get over all the way down there to the processor. He was just looking back in the back of the truck like, I just can't believe how big it is. Hey, it's world class, Austin. I mean, yeah, it is. It's it's a Boone and Crockett buck, man. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. not many people can. I, I'm sure your dad has never killed a buck that big, has he? No, not, not at all. I know it. I mean, guys, my dad's in here. He's been hunting for as long as he can remember, and he's 65 now. And he, the closest one he's got is 160 inches on him. And yeah. I tell you what, man, you've done something that uh, a lot of people had not ever done, probably won't ever do. Yeah, that's what, one thing about it, about this buck, it was eight years old, but it was, we could tell it was eight years old because we had pictures of it for about seven or so years. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, it would have been about a year or two old once we first got the pictures of him. Right. But uh, he didn't have none of the signs, you know, like drooping back or anything like that. Right. Hmm. I wonder why. That's crazy. I don't, I don't know. He seemed like a pretty good buck. His head was kind of small, but. You know, that reminds me. Uh, we done a we done a podcast with a guy over in uh, northeast Alabama. He was actually from Georgia, but he was hunting in Cherokee County, and he killed a buck over there. It was it was like that. It was it was you know world-class buck also and the the body weight only was like he was only like 150 pounds or something real small deer but his rack he put everything into his rack you know instead of his body yeah it was by the way his body was and i figured he'd weigh more and 
by a small head, I I just think he's an inferior deer. That's just crazy. Not yeah. a not a good breeding type of deer. Right now, you know that might have been why he wasn't just chasing or trying to whoop that six pointer. Yeah, hey, they. I don't think we've ever had a picture of him just kind of chasing or anything. He's always just kind of walking around eating, eating field and stuff like that. Right, man. You know, I've I've heard of stories about bucks that were real big. Matter of fact, I was watching the Drury Outdoors one time, and they there was a buck on there that. They called him something, I don't know, something like Romeo or something, because he would never he wouldn't ever fight. He was always scared of the mother bucks. And he'd hardly ever chase a doe, but you know, his his rack was huge and he never had a broke point when they killed him because he didn't ever fight, you know, he'd run away. Yeah, this is how this there was. No broke points or nothing. Well wow. yeah. That's amazing. Well, yeah. I tell you what, what are you aspiring for now? What kind of buck you gonna keep trying to kill world class bucks like that, or are you just gonna are you gonna lower your standards? I'm I'm always gonna be trying to kill big ones, but <laughs> but uh, I I'll just probably if I don't say anything in the next or over my years of hunting, probably just go for meat does and stuff like that. Well, I tell you what, man, where y'all are at, you know, in the north part of the state, I mean. It just produces some of the biggest bucks that we've ever seen in Alabama. I mean, y'all were y'all were constantly this whole week, this whole past two weeks, have thrown out some of the biggest bucks that we've ever seen, you know, in the state yeah. of Alabama, and it's just it's just amazing. So you'll probably we well, matter of fact, you'll you'll probably get another chance at another big buck since you're only 14 because last night we was talking to uh, Brian Barnett and uh, he had killed it was a hundred it was over 160 inches he killed last week i believe it was and and in the past he's killed you know two others that are hunting in the mid 150s up there you know so yeah so you you got a you got a good chance of doing it buddy and just just stick with it and just just keep hunting and don't don't lose your passion yes yeah, one good thing about where i live all the neighbors really know each other and we uh we kind of let all the young bucks pass so we can get up in their size and everybody around here you know can Kill a good 140 inch deer every year. Well, that's what that's what you that's what you want to do. You just don't want to shoot anything under a three and a half year old deer, and and, and knowing that you're 14 and you you was raised up hunting, you'll know what a three and a half you know what a three and a half year old deer looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want you at least want to get them to four, and then go from there, man, because you know at four years old they have reached maturity, and after that, you know they start putting all their you know everything they eat the more their intake goes back to their antlers antler growth instead of their body weight because once they get to before they get to that point you know they're trying to get body weight try to build their self back up and that's where all their energy goes to is their body so then after that you know that's what i'm not a biologist that's what i read and you know you can kind of see it you know talking to people throughout the state and and uh reading a bunch of information there's there's so much information out there now that you know you can you can pretty much you know know what you're looking at and know what to grow yeah and as long as you got good neighbors like that man shoot man that little six-pointer i wouldn't ever shoot nothing like it <laughs> yeah that's what i was kind of getting discouraged this year because i had one eight point and he he was kind of a small body and kind of a he wasn't large right but he wasn't smaller rack and that's the only thing i've seen and he really wasn't even worth shooting he was a three and a half year old or so 
Mm-hmm. And uh, it really wasn't even worth shooting. I was kind of getting discouraged this year, but I just kept on going. Yeah, that's good, man. That's what you got to do. Now, now you could always look back and say, I can't get discouraged. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't let it get in my head because it could, t- it could all change in just one, one morning sit, you know. Yeah. It could all come out, you know, to be a 170 inch buck. Yeah. So, well, man, that's a, that's a heck of a story, man. I'm glad you, I'm glad you got him. I mean, to me, it sounds like your dad raised you right. And it sounds like it couldn't have been, you know, a better person couldn't have got him. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, buddy, no problem. And I tell you what, if you ever get another one, man, you got my number. Text me, and we'll we'll do another episode with you, and uh, and and talk about it. All right, well, thank you. Thanks a lot, Austin. You have a good one, buddy. Have a good season, right. man. Be safe. All right, thanks. All right.